an author that is getting her first first book of poetry out, and it's poetry about uh, recovery and the trials and tribulations that lead to to recovery, uh, and all, also about thriving, getting on and, and moving on, becoming that person. Uh, Carly Reed is here with us today. Carly, I just want to say thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you joining us today. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for having me. I feel honored and grateful to be here today and to have this amazing conversation with you and hopefully touch the lives of others that listen in. Well, you know, and we're uh, we're honored as well. Uh, I, I I had a chance to look over your book, and it, it, quite honestly, it's like nothing else that I've seen in the in the sobriety recovery world. In that, it's a book of poetry. Um, yes. And I got to ask, Carly, how how did that become a thing? Are you just a born poet? Is that are you a songwriter? Where where did where did the poetry come from? Oh, that is a really good question. I have never written in my life before unless I had to write like a college essay or, you know, papers that you have to write in high school. So besides the school assignments, I was not, I did not know that I was a writer until I got sober. And the reason for that was I got sober and I had to somehow fight cravings. And I would do that by everyone said journal and write and journal and write. And I've never done that in my life. And then for the first time, I found myself writing. But I realized I'm an artist and I paint and I draw and I do all kinds of creative en endeavors. And I realized that writing, when I was writing, I started kind of rhyming my words and, you know, placing that I kind of, instead of just doing a journal entry, it turned into like me formatting into like more of like a song or a poem and it was me for it was basically me making painful topics beautiful um and I found myself going back and reading them and being like oh wow this fits here this fits there this flows this doesn't and I kind of put a little artistic spin on my journal entries and then that's how they started to become poems and so I never planned on publishing a book. I never knew I was a poet. I never knew I was a writer until I got sober and I had to find a way to fight cravings. And I would do that by picking a topic as to what exactly am I fighting right now. I was writing and I was uncovering the different layers as to what's under addiction by what was triggering me. And it turned out it was mental health body dysmorphia, eating disorders, all those uncomfortable things that were was coming out in my writing is more than just a craving. It was the reasons why and um, the underlying reasons to the addictions and that kind of, so it became this self-discovery and I turned it into a poetic way of expressing. Wow. Wow. That is absolutely amazing. I mean, bringing something out of, out of, uh, something terrible really out of trauma yeah and uh, yeah exactly that's what it was well you know so many of us don't don't pull out of that much less pull out of it in a positive way so it looks like you found a really positive way to do that and you mentioned your art artistic ability is the art in the book yours as well 
Yes. Yeah. So for each poem, I or like series, I usually do series because I pick topics and then they kind of domino effect or they relate. So I intertwine a lot of topics together. Um, and for each series I do, I always do a painting or a sketch or something. So I express my way, my express myself in more than one way. Usually it's through a poem, then I do a painting and I include scripture as well. And so, yes, there's paintings in there that go along with the different series. So it has custom art, my custom artwork in there. Wow, that is awesome. Uh, and again, the new book is Human Behind the Mask by Carly Reed. Um, you know, and, and obviously this book seems to have been very therapeutic. I mean, just the way it came about and what it came out of. Has it has the book process, the, the authoring process, has that been therapeutic for you as well? Or has that been has that been kind of, you know, messing with the media, messing with publishers and kind of a new deal? All very new. Um, I've never published a book. I never saw myself publishing a book. So it was kind of, I had to teach myself what I was, I feel like the poems were therapeutic and natural, but the marketing and the figuring out the publishing and the editing and all of that is very not natural for me. I'm not very tech savvy. I'm not, I, I'm not really clued into how exactly the publishing world works or the world of world of authors work. And so that's something that I've had that's been new, which even though the writing and the poetry was new as well, that was more of a natural ability than it is to figure out how to, okay, now that I wrote this book, how do I market it? Or before I write this book, how do I, et who edits it, who publishes it, who's, you know, there's so many layers, even just down to the graphics for the design of the front of the book, having to get a graphic design company to, you know, work on the photo that I wanted. So there was a lot of light, just layers of that that went into it. But I had a lot of help and um, everybody I worked with was absolutely amazing and helped me in the process. And it was kind of, it was like piecing a puzzle together because you have one person that does this and they only can, you know, they only do a certain amount and then you have to find, you basically have to find all the pieces to make this puzzle come together. And that was the difficult part, but it was challenging, which was fun. You know, and it's funny because those are just some of those things that us non-authors just don't understand. I mean, it's like you got to find subcontractors to build a house. There's a plumber, there's a framer, there's a roofer, there's this guy and that guy. And uh, yeah. it's just funny that you say that because uh, Heck, I, I, I've never written a book, so I, I'm not familiar with that. And I don't think most of our audience is. So that's that's great insight. Um, yeah, it, it was funny because you had somebody like I had someone who formatted the book, but I didn't realize that the formatter and the book designer didn't also edit the book. So I learned that as well. So it's kind of like everyone had their specific role. And then you had to find the next person to do the next role. So it's like, basically, like, I felt like it was lining up dominoes to, okay, how do we knock this thing out of the park and get this done? And so you had to find your domino for each single piece of it. And like I said, it was a challenge, but it was a very interesting learning experience. And I have to say, after doing this first book, I don't think it's going to be my last. <laughs> nice, nice. So we can expect yeah. more from you. Yes. Will, and I'm not asking for details, but will your next one, do you think, be on the poetry scape or will it be more of a novel or maybe a how to step by step? What are you thinking? 
I'm thinking definitely sticking to the poetry because it's it's um, artistic for me and it, you pick a topic and you can kind of, I find it a little more appealing to read also because, you know, you get my, the way I write is basically if you read a novel or something like if you read Twilight or Harry Potter, you get lost, you get lost in the novel and with the characters and that's like a great escape, you know? The difference in what I write is I feel like it's a little bit more confronting. Like there's no escaping. There's no, like I am, I am the character, but I'm speaking with very raw and like just vulnerable topics that are just kind of right there in your face. And they make you think like, do I, is this, do I have this? Is this a problem for me? Or, Ooh, I think this person I know might, you know, maybe they have an eating disorder or maybe they have, you know, so it's very, my writing is very confronting and I don't know how to not make it confronting. So maybe down the line I could, you know, hone my skills to do a novel. But right now the way I write is just kind of in your face, confronting. And that's, I, I do it best through poetry. And definitely my significant other, because the topics I'm sharing are so, um, vulnerable and so and it's kind of like well here I'm just it feels like you're like that book is basically me handing you my heart from my chest is what it feels like um so I kind of needed the confidence and the courage to um help me through that and the and just letting me know I'm doing the right thing and it's and it's going to be okay and that kind you know just the encouragement and support to be so vulnerable and I had that through my significant other and my parents. And I have to say, especially my mom, because my mom majored in journalism and she's a very good writer and editor. So she helped me with editing. Like when I, I would write my poems and obviously they're very specific because the words have to rhyme and all of that. So, but I had her edit my grammar. And so that was really helpful because she picked up on some mistakes that I had made and stuff. So I have to give her credit for stepping in and helping me with the edit, with the grammar editing on my poetry book. Hey, big shout out to mom. That's always great to yeah. have somebody in the biz, you know, working with you there. Yeah. And, and the, you know, and, and it made me feel good because, you know, she would edit, but then she would also like, let me know like, wow, this is really like, she didn't know, no one knew I was a writer. Like I didn't even know I was a writer. So just to have my mom's feedback be so positive, like, wow, this is really good. This is, you know, it made her sad to read. Um, but she was really proud of the results, like the way that I communicated and wrote, she was like, this is really good. So it made me feel really good about my work. You know, and I imagine that is tough for a parent to read that you know, their child was struggling at, at a time, at a very vulnerable time. And, uh, but also on the other side, I mean, it's got to be very triumphant to see that, hey, my kid is strong enough to pull through this and find something good in it and to, and to move on. Mm -hmm. so, exactly. Big shout out to mom there. Uh, and it's funny, you mentioned that you didn't know you were a writer. Do you consider yourself a writer these days? Now I definitely do. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Yeah. That's probably the, the way to be, right? I mean, you, you've written a book. I, yeah. And now that I think about it, I'm like, okay, I always have been because I am really good at articulating things and um, communicating. And I've had really, 
you know, I'm good at even just at work with email, formatting emails and communication. I feel like I'm very good with communication through writing. And so, yeah, I feel like I haven't given myself credit for being a writer. I think before, because it wasn't like I sat down and intentionally wrote until I became sober and started to intentionally write poetry. So that's why I never, you know, deemed myself as a writer. But now I would say, yeah, I feel like I actually have been for a while. I just didn't know. <laughs> That's great. That is great. And uh, just curious, what, what kind of time frame did it take you to put, put all this together? Are these things that you had for a while or did you, did you make a decision to do this and then put it all together at, at one time? So I just was writing and it was coming out like rapid fire. And I would say it only took about six months to put everything together. Um, wow. And yeah, the poems just came, it came so naturally, the writing part of it, that the only challenging part was getting the book together and finding the people to help me make it happen. That was the one part that was challenging. But when it came to writing, I mean, if I can, ex you understand from recovery, the intensity of those cravings and the lows. And when those lows hit, my writing was through the through the roof, just immaculate, and it blew my mind. The things that I would write, and when I it, what I see in that writing is so much pain, and that's exactly what all of the recovery's been is just pain, and it was like releasing all this pain. And I feel like the reason I was able to get that book done so fast, because I've had a couple people ask me about the timeline, and the timeline happened so quickly because I was in so much pain and I was fighting craving so hard that the writing was just, it was like my way of just getting through recovery. And if I didn't write, I wasn't gonna make it. <laughs> wow. You know, and that that really hits close to home. I, I had a you know, people call it a time of clarity when when that uh -huh. light bulb finally goes off. You know, when you're early in recovery and that light bulb goes off and all of a sudden things just start happening. And, you know, for you it was your book. For me, it was, you know what, I need to get this out to the world. And I would sit and just write yeah. pages and pages and pages of what have now become show topics, what have become a lot of different things. Um, but it's just, it's almost like your mind is full and you've got to get it out some sort of artistic way. And yep. I've never been an artistic person. So that was new to me. Um, yeah, but it's, it's great when it happens. And I tell you, it's, yeah, you find, yeah, it's funny because you go into recovery and then the next thing, you know, you have all these like creative ways of expression and expressing yourself and it's almost like you need to do it in order to recover so people and i think that's why so many people um you know when they go into recovery it's people start different brands like there's different people start making t-shirts and merch and things like that or they start blogging they start doing coaching they start podcasts like there's so many things that you start doing once you're in recovery. And I also feel like it's because when you're in addiction and you're fighting addiction, you don't realize how. So Carly, I'm curious, what would you say to someone coming out of recovery, wanting to get into writing? I feel like 
a big part of of recovery and the artistic and creative like outlet that you find during recovery is from being in addiction for so long and you're in isolation and you're selfish and you don't really realize it until you come out of it. And then once you come out of it, you find creative ways to express that pain that you've bottled up for so long. And you also find ways to give back. Like you realize you want to help people. And so you start do creating and expressing yourself in ways that actually helps others. And that's the coolest part. Like your podcast, like that's something that you started obviously when you got, you know, in recovery and it's helping others and my poetry, like that's something that I started writing in recovery and the words and the themes help others. And I think that's a really cool part about the expression and so, and the creative work that people in general do in recovery is that it's all not self-serving like we were in, when we were in addiction. It's actually giving back and it's helping other people. You know what? That's well said. Yeah, I would say good for you. I would encourage them because it's a really, really great outlet and it's really amazing the things that it can do how it can help other people when you write your story and you know I don't know what kind of writing specifically but just any sort of writing um it, I feel like it's healthy for that person to write but it's also help good for other people to come across and read so I would say like follow your heart if your heart's in it and it's something that you really want to like you'll find a way to do it like I I'm not I didn't consider myself a writer. I didn't consider myself a poet. I had no idea how to publish a book, but I knew in my heart that I wanted to do it and it was the right thing to do. And I found a way. So I feel like if you're looking to write a book or do a project, like you, you will find means to the end if it's in your heart to do it. So I would just say, follow your heart and let it rip. So Carly, you have a big book launch coming up. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So I've done a little, some little launches here and there in, um, in Naples and Fort Myers area, but um, I'm Florida based and I have my big, my big book launch is next week in Miami on January 11th. So Carly, what, uh, what venue is that going to take place in? Yeah. In Wynwood at Ruka Winewood. It's called Winewood, but we're going to have kombucha and some other uh, <laughs> options there. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's at Ruka Lounge. It's in Wynwood, Miami. And um, we have 10 guest poets. And those guest poets are going to be reading their favorite po poem from my book. And then they also wrote a piece that is re that relates to the topic from my book that they chose. So they chose poetry from um, three different topics that are in my book, which is mental health, addiction, and body dysmorphia. And there, and then they wrote a piece of their own. So it's really, it's about my book, but it's really going to be a community night where we kind of bring the poetry community together. And, you know, we honor my book and, and people, and I'm going to have it for sale and everything there in person, but it's going to be also about the other poets in the community and, sharing their style and their uniqueness and how they relate it to my work. So Carly, what is your website where we can find out a little bit more about you and uh, get a little more information on these launch parties? Carly Reed. Yeah. Carly Reed creations. And that's where I have all of my work. 
um, on there. I put, I do photo shoots for my poems. I do art for my poems and I have scripture based for each one. So there's a lot of layers to each poem. It's not just a poem. There's a lot of thought and work that goes into it. So on my website, and also I have the press releases from the book there, the direct link to buy the book. So there's a, you can find everything on there, the upcoming events. And it looks like you have a book signing coming up. Where's uh, that going to take place at? Yes, I have um, a book signing at Books and Books in Coral Gables, Miami. And then February 16th, we're going to do a little launch party for the audiobook because we have an audiobook coming up, which I narrate. And then my significant other who's in the music industry is the producer behind the everything. And she put everything together and she's um, actually written music for each poem. So each poem has specific music, themed music. And so it switches up. It's kind of like it's kind of, you're going to be basically kind of listening to a CD almost because you're going to have music, but it's going to be poetry. So it's going to be really very therapeutic and really interesting. Carly. I just have to thank you so much for joining me today. Our audience, I'm sure, is going to love this. Thank you a million times over. We really appreciate you joining the show. Yes, thank you so much. And thank you so much for your time and for having me as a guest. This is, I feel honored and I'm really, really excited to hear the final, final version. And again, if you want to get more information on Carly Reed, uh, be sure to check out her website. It is carlyreedcreations.com. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Sober Life Podcast. I'm Eli Thomas.